Hey, sports fans, real quick before we get into the episode here, it's the holiday season coming up, and if you want some fresh, fresh After the Gig merch, head over to afterthegigpod.com and buy that stuff up. Get yourself a sweatshirt, the perfect gift for the holiday season and your favorite podcast. Also, you can email into the podcast at afterthegigpod at gmail.com, as always, and check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash after the gig. It's a perfect way to support the podcast and check out some exclusive content. Enjoy the episode with John Markle. Mr. Branchman. Mr. He's like, he's like, there's a, there's a guy, Mr. Branchman. And there was a, um, also a cop. I think his name was Kitty Katzman. <laughs> so fucking funny. It's so stupid. That's one of my favorite shows. It is very funny. It's on Netflix now. Fam- family Guy? Uh, Key and Peele. Key and Peele. I'm a fucking idiot. I thought you said Family Guy. I didn't. You know why I thought you said Family Guy? Why? Terry was talking about Family Guy all day today. <laughs> he said a show, yeah. and my brain doesn't work. Yeah. You have that rare condition where um, you don't realize that it's a separate conversation. So every conversation during the day is just one conversation. I get it from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one thing. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> it's like, oh, that was, I was talking to a completely different person. I had a friend when I lived in Boston... Um, I had a, I, I've had a lot of drug addict friends in my life just being a musician and I had one friend who was like really really fucked up on pills and it was like the beginning of his addiction yes. and I remember him calling the house and, and being like being leaving a message that was like Jeff hey my roommate Jeff uh, Jeff Man, I was pretty messed up last night. That was crazy what we did man. I was uh, man I can't believe it and Jeff goes I did not talk to him last night. Like, I didn't even <laughs> see him. I didn't even talk to him. Figment of his imagination. He just, he just made it up. He was so fucked up that he thought, like, you know, he was having, like, a thought, like, oh, me and Jeff were hanging out. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. You know what I just noticed? Your shoes, those are new. Yes. And they look strikingly similar to the, was it New Balance that makes them? No, the Vans, um, whatever, the, I don't know the name of the shoe. Do you know what I'm talking about? I d- actually do know what you're talking the about. The Squishy Sole? Yes, because I have, I have a pair of those. The multi, like yeah. blue and there's yellows. And yeah, stuff there's all like different yeah. colors, but they're very, very similar to these. I like them. I'm super into these. Also, check this out. Mine have the same sole on them. What do you know about this? Ooh, those are cool. Big Bird. Big Bird socks? Yeah. Nice. They're Bomba, Bomba socks? Correct. Yeah. Bombas are good. Yeah. I John, guess. welcome back to the hey. podcast. It's been a while. I know. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's You've been a busy boy. Been so busy. You've been up to a lot of stuff. Lots of stuff. You got married. I did. And you went from having zero kids to two kids to three kids. Yep. In a matter of month. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's that all like? It's bananas, man. So I have, I guess, uh, um, and uh, you know, I sort of, 
was a step stepdaddy before <clears throat> like role before we got married but like you know getting married definitely like seals the deal for sure mm-hmm. um but that was like a kind of a big reason like i didn't think i'd get married again um since i had been married before but it's also like you know when there's when when there's kids and shit it's almost like it almost makes it an easier decision in a way you know what really? i mean yeah in a way because it's like dude I think like most people would w- think the w- opposite well i just felt like i mean i i was obviously just like you know like i'm you know i'm just super into my wife mm. you know and so i was like yeah, like it made it made perfect sense like for both of us you know yeah. she's been mar- obviously been married before and stuff and neither of us thought like we'd ever get married again um <clears throat> but it just like right away sort of made sense we were both yeah. like both super into it so that's cool um but when there's when there's two there were she has two daughters and it's almost like them being around too i almost felt like you know like i i I would have to like pick them up from school or like you know take uh uh, you know the 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 older one i had to take to get her you know booster shot um for covid because she was going on a trip and it was almost like I don't know. Just to be like, oh, this is my mom's boyfriend, as opposed to oh, this is my stepdad. Right. You know what I mean? It's not. There's no. There's no real difference. But but I don't know. I mean, there's there's a difference. I mean, it's it's a lot different saying like, oh, this is my girlfriend, than it is from like having a conversation with some third party and saying, yeah. oh, this is my wife. There's mm-hmm. a. There's a completely different. There's there's almost connotation. a more legitimacy to it in a way. For sure. And and For sure. Uh, and. So yeah, so so it almost like for me, like we could have. Dr- I think if if uh, if my wife didn't have kids, we may have dra- dragged our feet a little bit longer on getting married and stuff. But it yeah. was like immediately, like I said, it was just it just made perfect sense. So, but yeah. but immediately, and I think because there's kids in it, it was almost just like we're doing this. Yeah. So why don't we just fucking do it? Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I imagine it provides a bit of a bit more stability for not maybe not stability for the kids but like they have they have like this strong connection to hold on to like stepdad this is my stepdad yeah he's here he's not going anywhere it's like yeah you know it's not just like some dude that comes and goes or yeah whatever, totally you know? e- uh, even though i am some dude that comes and goes right i've been on tour like so much oh, yeah. but but it's cr- it's funny um so so both my stepdaughters are teenagers at this point and so it's cool because they have and they have two different dads so um is that crazy to jump into like all their 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 things (sighs) it's like having a little uh, having a baby and stuff you like you you're able to kind of like learn and you all you're all learning and you ease into it and you like you know it's it's crazy you're tired but like i imagine just jumping right into teenage problems and drama so there's both it's both because because to hear it and <laughs> actually like witness it on the road and stuff to hello what's up get the fuck out of here the fuck out of here motherfuckers hey we're walking oh we're talking oh, talk oh, talk <laughs> so it's both in one way because they have they have different dads and their dads are both like 
involved in their lives and their dads are both good guys like yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah no, you've mentioned there's, that there's no me. issues um as far as like me stepping in and being like all right i'm here which i could imagine if if i had like a daughter and then all of a sudden some guy was hanging mm-hmm. out with them you know what i mean i'm sure there's some like oh f- great yeah here we go you know like if their dad was jim carrey from liar liar it'd be a nightmare <laughs> Just, <laughs> just coming, just coming in. <laughs> such a deep cut. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't know liar, liar. I do. Yeah, but like he was the worst dad. <laughs> but he was forced to tell the truth. Yeah. But the the stepdad was such a nice guy. Yeah. And that nobody talks about that. Yeah. How, how much of a dickhead jim carrey's character was so true but at the end of the hour and 45 minutes he really learned his lesson he really learned his lesson but eh. you know a tiger doesn't change his stripes that much i know exactly um so anyway it's in a way i did because they're teenagers i didn't have to um jump in and be like i'm a dad now right you know what i mean i'm just my whole goal is to to just be like I I am someone that these girls can count on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and just and and I don't get in the way of any of the parenting. Like I definitely like they're so sick of me like cuz I think I'm so fucking smart. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was going to ask like <laughs> is your advice always solicited or is it sometimes unsolicited? No, 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 no. So so and you see how much they they like yeah. FaceTime me with oh, like yeah. I'm having this problem. It's yeah. a, it's John. constant. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I I love that part, but I do because uh, because again, like I've had a ton of life experience. Like I just have. I just I've done something super unique with my life. I think I'm a, a, a smart person, um, and I've and I've I've gone out into the world and I've tried everything. You know what I mean? And I think that I and I spend a ton of time like in my head thinking about like what i want to do and and how i how how i affect things and stuff like so so anyway um i always feel like i have like a lot of good advice and they're so sick of my shit dude it's like it's like imagine yeah yeah and i don't i don't want to get like too specific like part of me because i i don't like have any secrets part of me like i want to tell like really specific things that i've like had to give these girls advice on and shit like that or gave them advice even when they didn't want it but it's like i don't want to let i don't i don't want them to feel like i'm like telling tales out of school and shit but it's bananas (laughs) it's so it's so crazy and i like i'm constantly like you know Gandhi said. (laughs) 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 So, so my my my, (laughs) I would tell you to (laughs) dude. Dude, so my my sixteen year old is just like um going going through something right now, and she's like really sad, and um and she's she's incredibly smart so Mm -hmm. she gets straight a's in school she leaves school halfway through the day and goes to the hospital where my wife works and like does like rotations with nurses and stuff like really yeah i know yeah yeah she's she's like wicked smart that's cool and um 
And so uh, she she FaceTimed me and kind of like, they know I say yes to stuff. So a lot of the stuff that I get is like, I really wanted to, you know, light this, this car part. on fire and mom said I couldn't. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll just go light the car ah, on fire. Just, you know, you'll, gives a shit. You'll learn. <laughs> yeah. So so she, t- Insurance. She, she FaceTimed me and she was like, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital and I'm really sad and I probably shouldn't go. And I was like, yeah. Sophie, <laughs> I do that. I do that too, like a little touch. I go. There's so many things in life that we don't <laughs> that we don't want to do. It's like you talking and you about ha- me going to the gym, and you have to do them. Mm-hmm. So you 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 want to find a way to be able to do things you don't want to do and enjoy them you know and she's like what the fuck <laughs> ever i just wanted you to tell me i didn't have to it's go like, i don't want to go but i i literally said i said to her uh just yesterday i said you know gandhi said if you're depressed throw yourself into the service <laughs> of others <laughs> so get to the hospital so get your fucking ass <laughs> to the hospital the couch, you lazy <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's like you're doing something, but today. it's but it's awesome. Can you do me a favor? Can you text Doug and say that we need batteries? Yes, because we may. Are we, we about to run out of batteries? Uh, we have one. We have one bar. Okay. We have one bar. Um, we might not run out, but you know, it's better than it's. It's just better to be prepared. That's what I always say. Usually, um, double A's. Double A's. Four double A's. <laughs> I used to I used to fantasize about um, giving giving my son advice and giving like this is before Ethan or anything or giving people advice being like I could give good advice to people like people should listen to me and then you know yeah I mean I guarantee you're gonna. (laughs) I mean, no, I will because it's. I'll tell you the hardest. The hardest part for me. This is all very exciting. I'm sure for people to listen to. Um, The hardest part for me to get like thrown into the to the like out of the frying pan into the fire Mm -hmm. is like I see personality traits in these young women that um, when I look out into the world and I see adults that are that are doing well and I see adults that are doing poorly. Right. right. And there are certain personality traits in the adults that are doing poorly. And a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is like victimhood or, or splitting, meaning like, you know, things are either black or they're white and that's it, you know, right. or, or, or not taking accountability for, for something you've done, like things like that. I see adults that have that in spades that are, that just do so poorly in right. in life. And so when I see those, those traits in, in the girls, I just, I feel like, oh my God, like this poor girl is going to go out into the world and have a shitty life because whatever it is right. and so i just try to like i try to go like you know you know and i try to like give some dumb anecdote or whatever and they just roll their eyes and they're like god yeah listen old man i'll come to you when i need you to buy yeah. dinner yeah listen <laughs> give me 20 bucks i remember i just know thanks yes uh for this for this this is gonna die doug ross everyone dougie doug's butt all right good content here when you said four aas 
I was in guest list. Oh, you have you and have I four. You meant all access passes, oh. not AA batteries. <laughs> and I was like, what do these assholes want? <laughs> Forty-five minutes before showtime, we're having a party here. Yeah. No. Thank you. Yeah, um, no. I, I should have some double A's in my drawer. Gotcha. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you, Doug. Um, I just remember the moment that um, Doug Ross, ladies and gentlemen, 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 gave us double A all access backstage passes because we are at higher ground in Burlington, Vermont. I went to college here. Yeah. And I see a big Grace Potter in the Nocturnals at higher ground. And um, one of my good friends uh, in college, we played in a band together, um, was one of the founding members of Grace Potter in the Nocturnals. She has a poster in this room and then there's also one out she th- is like four she is vermont's darling it's for, gotta for be sure yeah well she she for sure is so when uh she's when, still playing oh yeah 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 she's she <clears> was on her way to being dolly parton and i i think she took the the band sort of broke up and then and then they had um you know i think she had a kid and stuff like that yeah. um but she is definitely i've noticed like getting back into it with like a different band really and stuff like that yeah uh my she's badass they so i went i I went to see them like right when they were getting like really popular. I saw I saw went to see them a couple times, but they had a tour bus um, sponsored by Cabot, which is the cheese really? the Vermont cheese company. Oh, so they had this big Cabot like tour bus with all this cheese on the inside. Oh and I God. texted Terry and I was like, Did it have a Cabot wrap on it? Did the tour bus did they make you the know, tour bus look like a stick of Cabot I wanna, cheese? I want to say yes, but I may I may have re remembered that. It would be a lost opportunity. It well, would be a perfect looking cabot cheese bar no no actually yes it did because i remember i remember Thanks, Doug. it said thank you doug it the bus said um like we hope you enjoy cabot cheese by day and grace potter nocturnals by night or, mm-hmm. or something like that on the side so yes it was wrapped but it was also filled with fucking cheese it's fucking awesome and i was I so t- the last thing you want to have before you perform is a bunch of fucking cheese i know dude especially if you're singing if you're and if you're on the road oh my god just like cheesing it up all the time and let's like pa- not let's pooping and stuff. yeah i know let's pause sorry okay. let's pause for a second and we'll be back Back. And we're back, which is crazy because for people listening, it didn't it nothing no happened difference at all. Um, dude, I got to talk about what happened like right when we got here. So, <laughs> so it, I I have a lot of shit to talk. So I hope this doesn't get like too crazy or too negative. Hey, or whatever. Hey, if we're gonna have a shit talking episode, and this you're gonna be the one on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, this ties in with sort of like. The uh, the gig concept oh. of your podcast, which is normally not what what I what, what, what I bring about? to the table. Well, it's so let me let me set let me try to set the scene, like just the overall vibe of what the story is going to get into, because when you're in a band and you travel around playing music, whether it's someone from the audience or in another band or. Um, a promoter or whoever or in someone in in a friend of a friend who comes i used to play music or whatever mm-hmm. there's always a conversation that happens where you're like uh-huh uh-huh sure like telling them they're telling you about oh how they did it and like oh they're asking you questions but they're just not on the level yeah. you know what i mean yes and and it's equivalent to family member distant family members at family gatherings asking what you do for a living and they just don't get it so um 
that's kind of a thing that happens and go there's also <laughs> well in that in that sense there's also a weird thing in uh in music between bands that's a real competitive thing yeah well it depends it, it, depen- it depends but right. it exists like that's the 100 percent exists. one of the things that i actually don't like about the rock boat is is there's there's like a secret competitiveness <laughs> yeah to it and it's just like i'm a, at this point i'm an old man like i know who i am like i know what i've done and i know what i haven't done so like i don't feel competitive with anybody i get i get i get fomo a bunch like i I'm, yeah, oh yeah i'm always yeah. i'm always like oh, i wish i was doing that right like yeah. i'm always doing that but i'm not competitive with people like i know i know where i'm at you know and, and i'm proud of what i've accomplished which is you know we have accomplished a lot we do yeah. we do something on a scale that not a lot of people get to so yeah so anyway do fun stuff for a living yes yes at a level at a at a at a fairly high level you know yeah. not the highest level but but a high level so anyway um i'm sitting in the green room and so so um higher ground is split there's the big room which we're playing obviously the ballroom um the big room on one side and then uh and then the smaller room which is still a nice room on the other side yeah and then so two bands can be playing at once and then the middle is like green rooms and and all this stuff um so the bands are all kind of together yeah you know and And it's it's cool because the way it's set up it's a raised level that you can go into these little common places where you can watch you can watch the other show yeah yeah you can totally see the other the other room if it's like a little like a balcony yeah like a little thing so so anyway i'm in the green room i'm the only one sitting in the green room just on my phone um and one of the guys from the other side of the room comes in and he's just like all right now this is a room and i was like "Uh uh-huh and he's looking at this piano there's a piano in the green room at higher ground that's covered in small squares of mirror and let's say this room that we're speaking of is not a common room this is someone from that was not in carbon leaf walking into carbon leaf's private green room yeah which is yeah which is faux pas it, it is it is a little, <laughs> a little faux pas. It, you don't do it no no <laughs> anyway. you generally stick to your own space yeah um and and so he comes in he's like now this is a room and he's looking at the piano which is covered in little squares of mirror like glued on and uh and he's like and he's like now this is a room and i was like ah yep complete with shiny piano and he's like that's that's new yeah and i've played this fucking room however many times every, every year every year since for for, yeah, for a long time, for a while right um and i play that piano like every time you know every, it's always been there it's always been there and and i was like i was like oh yeah no that's the, the piano's play, piano's always there and he goes no i've played this place four times <laughs> and it wasn't there and at this point i'm like all right. Oh god. And I'm not getting I'm not going to get into it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue the point and I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And he's like, "Yeah, maybe maybe they uh maybe you know, maybe they put it away or whatever, but I'm telling you, you know, I I uh I've played her four times and uh I this is the first time I'm seeing it." And I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> it's like, "What do I even say?" I know. I'm like, <laughs> "Cool." You're backing me into a conversation and, corner right now. And he now. goes, and he goes, "Yeah, we played we played the big room." 
and uh, yeah. we were we were we were sorry. Steve Perry's warming up outside. He goes, <laughs> we were we were supporting um, tragically hip, and my eyebrows raised. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. He goes, cover band. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and he goes well they say uh you know they say you guys are good and i was like oh well thanks man i hope so i hope we're good tonight you know and he goes mm-hmm. you know good doesn't always mean good ticket sales though come on <laughs> i was like holy shit what the fuck are we doing here what dude? kind of what who would say that and he, in it, what world would someone say that? I don't know. It was a, so. It was the thing that I don't like. It was the competitiveness. And he was honestly, he was nice enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but there's always that like little it, thing it to try to try to assert the dominance, or or yep. just or just try to take you down a peg or two. Yeah. Like right now, these guys are not in their rooms. They're out in the middle of the common area, <laughs> and, they're and they're wailing. Yeah. They're wailing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And and so he was doing that that like competitive thing like let me put you down and he was like, I started when I was sixteen in New York Big one City. <laughs> Am I right? And I was like, cool, sweet. That's <laughs> surprising. You remember back that far? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. I get it. It's like what we're what what we're doing now. Like, I know. That at some point you'll look back on or we'll look back on it and be like, wow, that was really, really cool mm-hmm. what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And who knows whether it's like because we're not doing it anymore or it's like, you know, we're playing smaller places or even if it's just like a different people have different their lives evolve in different ways. Yeah. yeah. So like I truly think I'll look back at this time doing what we're doing be like that was like amazing that was the best it was the best i look back at my at my time when i like first started like trying to play like with ty and Mm -hmm. and all all that time and we were just playing we had no money and we were just all living on top of each other and just playing every gig we could possibly do Mm -hmm. i look back at that time and i'm like this was that was so rad i mean we were like just i don't know like we were just out there trying to like learn as much as we could just like just like obsessing about one one single thing and yeah. it was just like man it was so fun yeah you know? it was so amazing yeah i feel so that way probably. i feel that way about a lot of this like playing with dan and and yeah you know um doing stuff like that playing with my old band love in stockholm who you know we were like on this kind of circuit on the lower level like we would yeah. be playing in the other room or we'd be playing at nectars down the street right and gravy fries gravy fries baby and like having the best time yeah the best time you get to oh we get to drive up to burlington yeah. and play in front of people that we don't know yeah. it's like this is the coolest thing and every in you know one year we did it for Ma- mardi gras and we went and had masks and got dressed up it was yeah. a big deal it was so fun well, it's so because, much fun because all you get out of it is fun because yeah. you're not making money and right. it's and it's new it's like the first handful of repetition mm-hmm. so it's like brand new so it's so exciting and there's an energy from from people yeah. and yeah it's, it's and just it's so that, exciting that youthful that youthful yeah. energy is is exciting but i'll tell you what i will not do is walk into someone else's fucking green room and go yeah well I used to be in carbon leaf, mm-hmm. you know, or what, or whatever. Who knows, man? You never know. Hey, I'm going to start bad 20 years, people all of a sudden, 20 years down the road. 
come to higher ground in Burlington. You're playing in a cover band in the small room. <laughs> and that's I can come over and be like, man, go, was this piano always here? This piano wasn't here. This, this piano's new. Yeah. This piano's new. I'm telling you. Yeah. He must've been fucking with us. Oh, here they go. They're playing next. Sweet. The show started. Uh, you're as cold dude. as ice. Oh my God. Is this going to, this is going to ruin the this podcast. Ruin the podcast, huh? I think we just keep we just let it ride because we're That's close. A, They'll hear us. That'll okay. be tough to Let's hear. Let's let it ride. Little background music. Um, did I tell you about my uh, my idea for an OnlyFans? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> when I w- when I was first starting the the Patreon for after the gig, yeah, I o- I didn't <laughs> understand like what OnlyFans was really about. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do an OnlyFans, and it would have been terrible. Like yeah, I would have to do maybe video. It take been my amazing. Pants off. Maybe it would have been amazing. You guys tell me after the gig uh, pod uh, gmail.com. You let me know. Um, I I was thinking I would start an OnlyFans, and I would do, but I would do stuff for like women. Like my age, and I would I would like do videos of me like taking out the trash or, yeah. or being like being like no no I'll get the dishes I got that for and you and like washing dishes and shit like that <laughs> so like women women in these like terrible marriages can go and be like I'm gonna go I'm gonna check in with John I think he's I think he's folding laundry tonight and putting it directly oh back in the drawers Oh my god you could do a live stream just like you set <laughs> you set the camera up it's like Truman Show how it's like his before bedtime routine or something like that yeah and it's just you with with the uh the washing the the machines behind you you're taking the clothes out you're bending over yep taking the clothes out yeah and then in front of the camera is your folding table and you yep. do that you just fold you don't say a word yeah you don't say a and word I, and i take it i take it directly upstairs right i put it in the correct drawers right you know the drawers do, are closed do some vacuuming yeah, the drawers are closed. No, no material is like yeah. stopping the drawer drawer from closing. It's pretty good, man. Thank you. I might have to sign. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like a tiny house. Yeah. Uh, man, that's a really great idea. You should do it. I know. I should. You should do it. I won't. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You were really excited about the laundry here the new laundry they they uh, this place would be the best if they had a shower shower it would be it would complete it it would complete the whole deal trifecta clean great venue a shower and laundry great laundry yeah laundry and they have food huge. they have catering this fall tour cheese tour very little laundry for some reason i did laundry twice i need to do laundry all the time and man in where were we wasn't Spokane wasn't Spokane the place where we played um with the train tracks right behind it that was Spokane yeah dude let me tell you that town was a little rough to begin with it is bad now and especially where we were yeah I walked to the laundry mat and I was like there was you couldn't I was like I was FaceTiming with my stepdaughter and I was like, hmm, I have to go under this bridge. I was like, look what's going on. And both sides were just like huge camps of just like, and and not ridiculous, like, like kind of scary drug addled, you know, people. Yeah. It was, you know, Terry Carter and me, we, when we walked to the restaurant we were going to, 
like once you got to the restaurants it was fine yeah. but the walk there was kind of scary it was brutal it was kind of scary yeah. like aggressive very aggressive drug addict yeah. kind of people and then the train tracks you know the shit that goes on over there where we were parts oh my god a lot of shenanigans people just random people walking by in a place where no one yeah should be walking yeah it's like really fucking weird yeah. i will say the whole west coast was a little was a little rough yeah like real yeah. rough yeah um it's it and it's it's kind of upsetting because like i you know i i don't go to the west coast for like vacationing or hanging out yeah really very much and i kind of look forward to doing that mm -hmm. but this year i could not i could not wait to get out of like california yeah couldn't wait to get out of you know even my beloved seattle yeah and portland portland dude brutal portland you couldn't walk anywhere without it smelling like piss <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. It's brutal. But it's like, what are you, you going to do? You're in a big city. Like, the weather, you know, places like L.A. and San, San Diego and, and you know, uh, even San Francisco to an extent, or where we were in Berkeley, was whatever, college town. But, like, you get to the outskirts of, like, away from, you know, civilization, and it's just fucking chaos yeah everywhere yeah everywhere you yeah know? and there's I a, like it there's like um so i was out i was out in seattle like right before like in the spring i was out in seattle and we were we were at my uh my good friend's house and um she was like uh she was like yeah we've had you know homeless people like in our yard they have a fenced in yard and she's like we have we have you know we have woken up and there have been homeless people like sleeping in our yard dude and 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 we were you know i'm sitting it's insane there, i'm sitting there going like that guy would wake up with a shotgun in his face oh, or yeah. something yeah but, and 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 so she but she's like really sweet she was like she was like you know i try to i try to you know understand that they're human too and they're going through some problems and i'm like you have children yeah you have children who play outside yeah like don't think that way if if anything if anything in the last three years if, if it taught you anything is that it's fucking chaos everywhere yeah it's like you got to protect yourself yeah you have to you have to do whatever you got to do like that person you know you do everything you can to help to an extent but when they're when they're on your property encroaching on your life like yeah. that it's it's a and, problem and you it's also don't know like and i'm i'm like crazy liberal when it comes to like helping people and so am and i stuff but like that's that. like, trespassing but but also but <laughs> yeah but, but i'm also like a realist when it comes to people you know people who are uh desperate in any way you, of you course. never know what people are capable of yeah, and of there course. are and there are people that do really bad shit you yeah. know what i mean so it's like man you can't like i don't know so i think there's a little bit of that like well everyone's human and stuff like that that like wh where's the and, and i don't know the answer like I, I i really don't know the answer to how do you fix this huge problem of yeah. like homeless people going like there's there's so many that they're sleeping in your backyard you yeah. know what i mean 
seems impossible. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know what you do about that. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Um, How'd you feel about the fall tour? Um, I, I, man, I get, you know, I don't, I don't know how much to like really be real about this. Um, (laughs) Cause I, I just, I mean, I guess I'll be super real. I, I had a really hard time. I could sense it. The first three weeks I was not happy at all. Yeah. And I was unhappy because I'm like, this is where I'm happiest on the road is where, what I enjoy, like even like a brutal tour, like what we did, which nobody fucking does. Nobody does 31 shows in 31 days. Yeah. That's, I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's almost impossible, but we, but we do it. And, and I like that we do it because I, I, I wear it as like a badge of honor. You know what I mean? I go like, but I had a really hard time and like, there's so many moving parts with this stuff, but it's just, like, I just don't like being away from home for that long, you know, especially with a little kid. Yeah. See that. I understand. I don't even mind. I mean, it's not my favorite thing, but like, I don't mind that as much. It's the, what, what gets me down is when I'm like, all right, like let's get positive attitude and someone comes by and just says something shitty to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was like a handful of that, like, um, I don't, I don't know what it was, man. There was something about our, our internal, internal vibes that like, it took me three weeks to be like, okay, I'm settling into this. I can start to have fun and like, and and enjoy it a little bit. Three fucking weeks. I had to see what I did. I was going through so much stress last fall tour Mm -hmm. with like moving and, and with Ethan being so young and, and, you know, Jen was starting a new job and all this. Like, there was so much going on. I was so stressed, and I and I, you know, I was upset a lot of it, a lot of the time. And this year, I really, I made an effort to kind of try to dissociate my feelings for like being at home from yeah. being on the road, and and I just tried to stay really level and even keel throughout the entire thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay up late and hang yeah most of the time yeah maybe a couple times i did but like i just wanted to get as much sleep as i could i just Mm -hmm. wanted to get to the next place set up because i really i have a really hard time with how long it takes me to set up my world yeah because of all the patching and all the stuff like i can get the drum set up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. but like all the other stuff and dealing with this fucking bear that's on stage and like just you know it's like i just there were so many things that were trying to just invade into my like and i was just kept trying to push everything away right i was just pushing everything away. i'm like sure sure yeah just that's fine i'm not i didn't want to like be my normal self and just like get into it and be agitated and let things bother me and and really try to just i don't know be be whatever be a a a problem yeah (laughs) you know so i just i don't know it felt that way the whole the entire tour and i didn't get like i was never like sad to be away from home i i kind of got to that place but then at the end of it i was just like i was happy it was over yeah i was happy i was home yeah you know i don't know i just had a very like comatose tour yeah 
See, I like to, um, I like to, to like, I like to ride the waves. I like to be like kind of like chaotic and, and crazy on tour because like I enjoy it and I like to be silly and I like to say like crazy shit. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I feel like that energy sort of like, um, I don't know. I feel like it, it's part of the band that like keeps it running. It's yeah. like when we're doing something shitty, like loadout, which I'm in charge of, I'm like, you know, being, yeah. Loadins and loadouts were like, like crushed throughout the entire tour. Right. Qu- like quick. Yeah. In a way like yeah. there, there's always, there's always nights where, you know, so like, where is everybody? And then there's nights where I'll, I'll just be physically spent. And then after I pack up and take out the guitars and a few things, I'll go get my stuff, yeah. put it on the but, bus and, and that's be like, the thing. And go slow. And that's, and that's <clears throat> okay because everyone chips in. I'm, yeah. I'm there for every load in and load out for a hundred percent of the time. Um, and then you know, uh, you know, people can sort of, you know, as long as there's like two or three other people, yeah. people can sort of go like, I'm really tired tonight. I say, you know, I always, I like, badge I, and gun. yeah, I'll always be like, Carter, turn in your badge and gun, get on the bus and yeah. relax. Go see know. Sheila. Go see Sheila. Leave your badge and gun <laughs> with Sheila. That's what I say. So people can like take the night off. Yeah. So I like being like, um, being on that like show high and like feeling good and being silly and like listening to fucking whatever music. And, and I feel like it helps a lot of that stuff. I couldn't get there for the first handful of weeks. I yeah. was just like, I was just, I was, I was so annoyed. I would pull myself up and I'd be like, okay, you're, you're feeling good. And someone, someone would just walk by and say some like just mean shit or just, and it's just, I, I'm not blaming anyone. That's how tour is. Tour is everything is heightened and things are just annoying. Yeah. And I can be super annoying. Six because, roommates in a, on a bus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, how, and that's how it is. And it's fine, but it's just, it was like nonstop for like three weeks. And I was like, what that the sucks, fuck? Man. I mean, it's, it, you know, it is what it is. And we also didn't have like, we didn't have the new album ready. Yeah. So we weren't like learning new things. We were kind of yeah. recycling older stuff yeah. and just doing, we were just doing a tour, which for me, and I know it's the same for you is ha- having like some kind of, creativity doing something new and interesting and exciting is important to the whole thing and that aspect was missing it took me longer than usual to start like playing really well yeah so i was just like a little frustrated with that and and there's a long time between show between the start the last show we played before the tour and then the start of the tour so it was just a bit of a a little bit it was mis- weird mis- it was it weird was, it was definitely a weird time yeah. that being said i kept waiting for the night where it's like all right because we literally played every single goddamn night and i kept waiting for those like mondays tuesdays nights to be like super sparsely um you know populated shows where it's just like are oh, playing for 10 people tonight and it never, never happened it never happened we played we crushed like we played for yeah for for Full rooms the entire the entire time. the entire. I tour. couldn't believe that. That I mean, above all else, like that was fantastic. You yeah. know, I yeah. And and you hear and we would 
also hear that that was not the case for everyone across the board. Yeah. Across yep. the board. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll never be able to understand that. Like seeing, no seeing ticket counts like, you know, a week out for shows and yeah. then you're like oh fuck there's not gonna be you know that room is gonna be yeah. a quarter full or something and then you show up and it's like it looks great it's yeah. like this is a this I, is a great room. i hope i hope that is our experience for this november december run because i hope so too i know that tomorrow in boston it looks good i'm worried i i'm honestly i'm worried about tonight i'm worried about tonight i'm worried about tonight it's a the, huge uh, room a higher a higher ground that is half full is is not not a, a good time yeah it's not, it's a, not a good thing. time but who knows man i mean i've seen i've seen it, certain places have a a bigger walk up by at the door yeah. kind of situation i feel like this yeah. might be one of those places let's hope so i hope so let's i don't know hope so but well i don't know i'm excited about the shows coming up i am so happy we're back at the sinclair yeah i love the sinclair and i always feel like it's a homecoming and i was so upset that we played it. i'm sorry rockport but we gotta if i love the shaylin lou i do as a room as a room you and had a like, really good show there last time <laughs> the last <laughs> the last year when we played the shaylin lou <laughs> i was so mad when we got off stage because I had to play with fucking hot rod dowels. Yeah. I went downstairs before everyone else to the green room and I fucking broke the the <laughs> sticks over my knee like yeah. Bo Jackson after a strikeout. Yeah. And I fucking threw them across the room. I no, went no, up no. You left them because you were there. You went down to the, you like sprinted to the green room, broke your sticks in a fit of rage. And then we came in like a minute or two later and the broken sticks were right in front of the door <laughs> when we walked in. I laughed so fucking hard. You do this thing when you get mad. And that, I well fucking then. love. No, no. You do this thing. You do this thing. When you get mad, you make declarations. You're like, <laughs> I am never playing this fucking place <laughs> with dowels ever again like you're making declarations to like the whole band ah! let me tell you something i'm not doing ever again dude That's i my did favorite i, I did, love when you i do did that. that to the old lead singer of my old band love in stockholm <laughs> like you know we're kids we're in college and we're playing and like if i felt slighted i would let him know and we had you know we, we butted heads we were both like type a personalities right. yeah and um, and I and I really really like like him, uh, and I uh, what the fuck happened? He he did something or he booked something at the last minute. And I couldn't do it, and we got into an argument about it. And then we were on our way to a show, and I was like, "I'm not gonna fucking listen to this. This train's leaving. Let's go!" <laughs> and I fucking slammed the door, and he's like, "Don't slam my door." It's like it's not yours. You fucking rent. <laughs> and we got into it. It was, you know, it's not a great way to be. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it's, that. It's probably not the party personality you want yeah. to lean into. My but family, it's okay. if they're all listening to this, be like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad it's not only us. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. I mean, it, dude, we all got our shit. It's, it's, I know. It's so silly. It's so I, try, I try. I try to work on it. That was part of That was part of the fall tour stuff. It's just being... Even keel, I don't know. And just, and just trying to, like, catch up with myself, you yeah. know? I really... I'm really not happy about the amount of playing like 
that I've been able to do like practice yeah and like me too. and just like like falling in love with music and playing and discovering new things like that is that's a real it's a challenge with a kid with a young kid and no fucking house and, yeah. and place to put your things and whatever yeah, yeah. but like um it's something that I really am, am making a priority is like discovering stuff and like I just really want to get good again. Really yeah, get, yeah. Like, me too. Really I'm, I'm grow. In, I'm in the same boat. I got a new bass like mm-hmm. a little while ago, which I love, and I still like. Um, it's a P bass. It's a PJ, but it has a P bass neck, which the strings are further apart. And I really haven't like. I my I I'm not like I I'm not used to it yet because I haven't just sat down and just played scales and arpeggios. Yeah. On it you know over and over and over again so like this i go to pull stuff off and i'm like well that weren't it you know yeah, so yeah. like i know how you feel yeah I know how you feel it's the same thing with guitar like i'm trying to do more stuff with that and yeah. i go i go through pockets where like i'll play a bunch of gigs but i just hate i don't like doing the cold call stuff i don't like sending emails out to try to book these things and and like you know i'm playing restaurants and shit so yeah. it's not like i'm just trying to get good you know what I mean? I'm just trying to play a lot and like, yeah. you know, learn how to be interesting and like, and take and kind of like take a room like that where you're not the priority at all to right, anyone. That didn't come there for yeah, you. And yeah. Ma- and, and, and well, and also take the people that are there and make them stay and, right. and make it interesting and, yeah. and whatever. So that's a challenge and it's always, it's always, you know, whatever, but I don't know. It yeah. is what it is, but what time is it? What time do we play? I don't know what time we play. That's a that's the problem. Um, is it after eight right now? No, it's seven fifty-five. Oh, I would say that we're probably close. Uh, do you want to tech? Maybe tech. My phone is over there, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Hold, please, dude. Did you hear that China symbol? That was fucking hot. Dude, I almost sent you a picture of the China symbol. It's up here. I, I almost, they were Way setting up, up, and I was like, I need to send a picture to Jesse. So, the coolest guy, rest in peace, John Blackwell, who was Prince's drummer before. You know, before he passed away, and then, and then, of course, Prince passed away. I think maybe the year after, or the same year, or something it was something crazy. But he famously has a China symbol behind him, like way up, way way up. So he will literally go like this, smash behind him while he is playing or while he used to play. Incredible. We are on in six minutes. What? Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. I gotta get dressed. To be continued. To be continued. Maybe we'll do something tonight. All right. Yeah, yeah. we did it.